0: The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media US.
1: It increases high value activity on brand.com. It provides near human, MLR compliant conversations, and it delivers real world data and analytics back to the manufacturer based on conversations.
0: Hi, This is Mark Iskowitz, editor-at-large for MMM, and I'm excited to be part of this sponsored podcast with Swoop, introducing predictive AI, a new approach to targeting before health events occur. Swoop is a leading provider of patient and HCP audiences, which they build using artificial intelligence and machine learning. And they've got a lot of new offerings that they're bringing to market, including uh, having launched a predictive AI targeting solution and conversational AI to enrich the targeting process on both the HCP and the patient sides. And my guest today, Katie Carr, EVP chief revenue officer, is going to tell us all about that. Katie, how are you? And welcome back to the MMM podcast.
1: Hey, Mark. Great to be here.
0: So good to join you again. For those who are not familiar with Swoop, can you give people out there a quick overview?
1: Sure. So Swoop is a leading provider in custom solutions for both pharmaceutical manufacturers and their AORs, so agencies of record. And everything that we do today is powered by AI and real-world data. Our solutions can range from anything from DTC to HCP audiences, all the way down to on-site conversational AI. And ultimately, Mark, what we're trying to do here is improve health outcomes and lower healthcare costs overall.
0: Great. I mean, uh, tying into the the triple aim uh, is certainly uh, put you on the right right side of the equation, for sure. And uh, the whole raison d'etre of the company building custom audiences, and, and, and these new product offerings help facilitate that. So uh, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, you mentioned Swoop uses real-world data for targeting. Uh, can you share an example of how this approach works?
1: Sure. So when we look at targeting, we use real-world data to find, reach, and engage patients, and also their associated HCPs. And historically, that's always been based on what has happened in the real-world health data. So an example here would be a patient's diagnosed with a condition. We may want to target that patient and or their treating team, right? And we, we can find these people while they're just living their daily lives, right, Mark? So they could be on a podcast such as this, or maybe they're watching TV or checking the weather on their mobile device they could be interacting with friends on social media or just searching the web. This is all really effectively done in a very privacy safe manner.
0: Okay, great. That's really good to hear. What kind of outcomes have marketers seen using swoops targeting approaches?
1: Yeah, sure. So we see, you know, increased visitation rates, we see lift in conversions, Overall, we see really strong audience quality and target multiples, which really correlate to script lift. And ultimately, many of our pharmaceutical manufacturers are looking to drive script lift. And that's what Swoop does really, really well. Uh, we do this for both our healthcare professional segments as well as our DTC segments. And all of our campaigns, or for the most part, all the campaigns that we work on, are measured by some type of third-party measurement company uh, to really validate the success of the program and the segment provider itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's important uh, for marketers, obviously, to be able to point to, you know, ScriptLift as measured by a third-party measuring company uh, for yeah. their make, making sure that their campaigns were successful. How does this apply to both the HCP and DTC campaigns? And can you share some examples of how uh, the client results have been?
1: Yeah, sure. So I I can share an example of a recent household addressable case study. We worked with a well-known brand uh, that had been consistently running in the household addressable space where, you know, they tend to see more consistent to flat results quarter over quarter. This brand is a rare, I would say, sensitive condition, which can lead to increased patient hesitancy. Uh, So to be able to really move the needle quarter over quarter was something uh, that the client was going to be very happy with. We ran this campaign for six weeks, and we collected over uh, three months of attribution. And the results were really quite astonishing from both the DTC and HCP perspective. So we saw 20% lift in visitation rates, so 20% lift in patients going to see their physician, we saw a 34% lift in screenings, so patients going to get screened for the condition, and a 24% lift in brand conversions. We were measuring the impact quarter over quarter from the previous data provider. So they had run with a, a competitor the last quarter, and then they switched over to Swoop data for for this specific case study. So, so to be really clear, um, you know, Swoop in this scenario. Outperformed the previous data provider twenty percent in visitation rates, thirty four percent in screenings, and twenty four percent in brand conversions. Uh, so overall, really, really strong results.
0: Very. Now let's segue over, switch gears over to the new product launches. You know, we mentioned predictive targeting uh, yep. AI at the top of the conversation. What is that? How does that differ from traditional targeting methods?
1: So all targeting up until now has really been based on what has happened in the patient's history, right? You were prescribed, you were diagnosed, this event happened. And, you know, this is really what everyone's doing in the targeting space today. What AI allows for is this opportunity to target what will happen, Right. So essentially what we're doing here is targeting the future, Mark. So advertisers now can identify and target individuals who are maybe at risk of developing a condition pre-diagnosed, those who might be transitioning to a new treatment or a patient at risk of becoming non-adherent within a very short window. We also look at targeting patients based on their insurance coverage or getting ahead of progression, right? When is a patient going to progress? This opens the door to much more sophistication and a really comprehensive approach to targeting. And I'll tell you right now, you know, this is not something as a company that is new for us, right? So we have a boutique advanced analytics sister company, IPM, AI. Now what we're doing is we're automating the technology, the high-end analytics that they've been doing for years, and we're bringing it to media targeting. So this isn't our first rodeo here.
0: Yeah. I know IPM.AI. And so you're kind of leveraging their heritage in this area and then leveraging it for uh, media targeting. Very, very interesting. Can you explain how this predictive targeting can be used in a therapeutic marketing context, Katie?
1: Yeah, sure. So, marketers today can use predictive models to manage marketing resources more efficiently, enhance engagement and education to optimize marketing budgets and increase revenue. And what predictive AI can lead to is higher conversion rates and enable brands to engage audiences at critical junctures in the diagnosis and treatment journey. Anything from pre-diagnosis to treatment selection. So they can really start living with the condition.
0: Uh, So what you're saying is that, you can apply this predictive AI technology anywhere along the treatment journey, as you were saying earlier, you can apply it when your data suggests a patient is at, at risk of becoming non-adherent, I meaning they're already a patient on a treatment and you can sort of intervene there or at different points along that patient journey, this can come into play. And it's theoretical to some extent, but it sounds like it's practical in, in that you're, you're already using it along that journey.
1: Yes. And you know, listen, with our predictive AI, we're really solving for a lot of challenges that marketers are faced with today, right? So there's actually five different challenges that we focused on. One being disease state awareness with undiagnosed segments, one being awareness of product with our rapid adapter. So we're looking for those patients who are likely going to switch and those providers that are rapid adapters. The third area is understanding coverage, so who's likely to be covered, and the providers with patients with access. The fourth is competitive and complex journey with progression, so patients who are likely to progress on their treatment journey, and the providers who are seeing those patients. And then last but not least, the staying on treatment. So non-adherence is a huge problem in the health industry. And we're able to identify patients who are non-adherent, who are likely going to be non-adherent within a very short time period. And those physicians that are treating those patients who are likely going to be non-adherent.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that we've been hearing about that promise for quite a while now. So it's really interesting to hear that really coming into, into play. Can you share a little bit more about how this predictive AI targeting helps marketers, you know, and maybe share some examples of these audiences and and their effectiveness.
1: Sure. So let's talk about non-adherence because non-adherence is one of the first segments that we brought to market a few months back. This is obviously a really huge problem in the industry within healthcare. We see over 50% of patients with chronic conditions become non-adherent during their treatment journey, right? Right. This is a $500 million, on average, cost that the healthcare system incurs in a given year. So what we're able to do here is identify within a 30-day window which patients are likely going to be non-adherent to a drug, to a treatment, to a therapy. And these numbers, Mark, are really impressive, So we ran numbers for three different types of drugs, treatments, and therapies, right? So we looked at a type 2 diabetes drug. I can't name the the name of the drug. But we saw 94% of all patients who'd become non-adherent within a 30-day window, right? So now this allows advertisers to say, hey, I want to become more efficient with every dollar that I spend in market today. Not only am I going to target those patients based on what has happened, so who is on script, but I'm also going to heavy up my media dollars against those people who are likely going to fall off script in 30 days. What if you could talk to those patients about the reasons why they're likely going to be non-adherent and have the ability to change their mind, right? So we also looked at an MS treatment And we saw 92% of all patients who became non-adherent within a 30-day window. So great accuracy there. Uh, We looked at a depression drug. We saw 92% of all patients who became non-adherent within that 30-day window. And this is something, you know, if an advertiser is interested in exploring, they can reach out to someone at Swoop, myself, their Swoop rep, and we can run these numbers uh, based on their specific drug of interest. And we can let you know before pre-launch, the accuracy, the number of patients that we're able to predict within that 30-day window. It's really something that is what I think is new and innovative in, in the market today.
0: It's really fascinating. You mentioned, you know, what if you could, you know, identify all patients in a given therapeutic area with a specific drug, who are likely to become non-inherent in a 30-day window that could allow the advertiser to become more efficient, kind of like the classic John Wanamaker problem. I know a certain percentage of my ad budget is inefficient, but I just don't know which, you know, part to focus it on. And... Reach out to them about changing their minds. That that's really interesting. So that's the kind of messaging that you would then deploy here? Is that, is that the next step?
1: Correct, correct. So you could heavy up on your, you know, your media dollars against those patients who are likely gonna be non-adherent. And then Mark, so another example you could look at is undiagnosed, right? Mark, what if I could tell you six months in advance which patients we're likely going to become diagnosed with a specific condition. And what if as a brand marketer, you could speak to those patients before they become diagnosed, right? So, you know, I think oftentimes, myself included, you think that undiagnosed patients are typically rare disease or maybe they're, let's say, misdiagnosed. But what we found is, you know, you look at just type 2 diabetes alone, there are three million people in the U.S. who are undiagnosed with type two diabetes. That's a lot of patients, mm-hmm. and I think identifying those high-value patients and their healthcare providers and speaking with them can really accelerate the time to diagnosis and treatment. Right, um, and so you know, and in, in when we've done this, what we've seen the results have been particularly impactful. So. We recently did a campaign with an RA drug, and we looked at 5 million patients. We were able to predict 42,000 patients six months before they were diagnosed with RA. So if you were a marketer and you were able to reach those patients six months before diagnosis, in this scenario, the results showed as 10 to 16 percent lift, and a very strong overall lift in, in lifetime value of those patients. Mm. Uh, so, being able to target higher in the funnel increases the likelihood that they'll end up on the brand's treatment sooner, and it's really you know optimizing patient outcomes and in, and in, in ultimately driving script lift.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is the stuff that you hear, you know, uh, chief marketing officers at pharma companies talk about leveraging claims data with AI to then identify people that are potentially candidates for a therapy, especially in the rare disease area where it's hard to target and identify potential patients. And so the the fact that this is becoming more accessible to marketers on a serial basis is is really fascinating rather than a kind of a bespoke, you know, let's build it from the ground up uh, basis. It sounds like you've got a a process uh, that's not such a heavy lift for brand managers out there. Let's just switch gears a little bit and talk about the other new offering uh, of Swoop earlier this year. You launched a conversational AI solution. Tell us about that. How does does that integrate into the existing targeting business?
1: Yeah. So, Mark, listen, this is hands down game changer. (laughs) Okay. So, 2023, farmer advertisers spent $7.2 billion to primarily drive their patients and HCPs to a brand.com which tend to be, you know, a lot of times they're difficult to navigate. Sometimes they leave patients and providers searching for answers. The results are suboptimal engagement. And this asset specifically has an 80% bounce rate. So you're spending $7.2 billion. You're doing an awesome job on your targeting and finding and driving, but you're sending them to an endpoint where there's an 80% bounce rate. This is leading to billions of dollars of wasted advertising. So what conversational AI does, I like to think of it as an MLR-compliant virtual customer engagement solution that lives on your brand.com, whether that be DTC or HCP or both. The brains behind this is so sophisticated that there's really nothing else in market that compares. And when you think about what marketers are doing today, Mark, did you know the first website was developed in 1991? I believe it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's really been, a, you know, very little change to, to websites themselves. And you know, we're driving our patients and our healthcare professionals to a 35 year old piece of technology. In fact, we had a top five farmer we spoke with recently. They spent over $20 million creating an HCP.com. They understood the problem. They just couldn't quite nail the solution, right? And in a little test we recently ran, we looked at trying to find information on a .com, and it took us 14 clicks to get to the single piece of information that we were looking for. Um, You know, listen, modern brand websites were never designed to operate as primary engagement tools, and we have to start thinking about things differently. Swoop Conversational AI provides users with an intuitive experience that responds to natural language, it continually adapts, it self-learns, it's contextual, relevant, and it's a human-like dialogue. We spent... The last six to 12 months working on the brains of this to ensure that it was sophisticated and it was going to exceed any type of expectations in the market. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not our first rodeo with this either. So, you know, this company's been around for a while. We have worked with the top 15 pharmaceutical manufacturers in the U.S. and internationally. We just made the solution a heck of a lot better in the last six to 12 months. So when we look at kind of what this solves for, it increases high value activity on brand.com. It provides near human MLR compliant conversations, and it delivers real world data and analytics back to the manufacturer based on conversations. So start thinking about the Data exhaust that you can get from understanding not just who your patient market is, but what they're actually asking about. What are the conversations that they're having? And how can that data exhaust fuel your overall targeting initiatives? The who, the what, the where, the how you talk to your patients and HCPs. I think, you know, even just the data alone is going to be valuable to any brand marketer today
0: sounds like it. Yeah, you just kind of laid out the benefits uh, that marketers gain uh, from that approach. What results uh, should a brand expect when implementing conversational AI to their site?
1: We've seen HCPs engaged with the agent over five minutes per time, right? So, And this, you know, you can compare this to, say, what your field team's experience, which is probably around 60 to 90 seconds. We see 800% boost in on-site engagement, such as things like, uh, let's say, request a rep or ask for a sample or download content or registrations for marketing programs, right? We're also seeing 97% of users trust the information that they're receiving, 96% of inquiries are successfully managed. We see, oh, this one's really interesting. So we're seeing over 50% of conversations are taking place in the evenings, right? After your sales force is off the clock. Mm -hmm. And satisfaction rates are very strong. We see between 4.7 to 5 on user satisfaction for conversational AI. It's no longer a novelty, but it's a tool for success. And I think... At Swoop, we take this to the next level with supplying back that data exhaust to our advertisers. And the value of that is really priceless.
0: Yeah, it sounds like um, it really is these uh, conversational AI-based customer service chatbots, you know, on these HCP sites, uh, really turning around some good performance numbers there. Finally, you know, kind of wrap this up, Katie, what do you believe the predictive AI signifies for the future of the healthcare industry?
1: First off, I think brand marketers need to think about both their targeting and their engagement as holistically and not siloed. You can have a suboptimal site, but really great targeting, and you're not going to get the outcome that you want, right? You've got all the right patients and physicians going to a landing experience that bounces 80% of the time, or vice versa. You could have a really great engagement tool, but you're not reaching the right patients, right? And you're not reaching the right position. So I think both in totality, they can't work without each other, right? For if you want to get the outcome that you want. But to really answer your question, I think simply predictive AI is going to help healthcare providers and patients make better decisions. And Ultimately, it's going to improve health outcomes and lower healthcare costs overall.
0: Absolutely. Uh, It sounds like the the promise is there. This has been really a fascinating discussion. Thank you, Katie, for talking about these innovations that are now available for brand marketers, both the predictive AI and the conversational AI tools, which really have the potential to be game changers for health media targeting. And as you say, increase or improve outcomes, lower costs, because it's making potentially marketing more efficient and improve quality because uh, you're getting the, the right drug to the right patient at the right time, which is the goal. So thank you so much, Katie.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Mark. It's always great speaking with you.
0: Likewise. To that end, those who have any questions can email Katie with their media targeting queries or contact her through m M&M. and uh, you know, that was a wonderful conversation. Let's have another one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Come back soon. This has been Marcus Squitz for the m M&M Podcast. Take care.